0: Today, Trump's first public speech since Biden was inaugurated. And uh, we've got a lot to get into with CPAC just recently happening this weekend. It's Monday. Buckle up. It's going to be a long ride and it starts right now. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, Today, joined by, you know, just two everymen
1: handsome every man that's (laughs) it
0: that's it that's all that's here we've got chad prather uh of course future governor of texas Mm -hmm. and america's favorite cowboy and also caleb bonham who is i mean he's not a political commentator i guess but really honestly we just saw him down the road he was walking we were like hey you want to be on the show he said sure yeah
1: that's <laughs> how it rolls we are the voice of the everyman yes flannel and denim
0: well we will find out it's a good day for uh... for you guys to be on so c obviously took place this weekend uh... There's a lot to get into here. Let's talk about the uh, the high points. Of course, uh, former President Trump, this still feels weird to say, former President Trump spoke at CPAC. It was his first public speech since uh, all of the, uh, you know, uh, the insurrection and Joe Biden getting inaugurated and all of that. Uh, and President, former President Trump spoke at CPAC. Uh, let's let's watch a little bit of President Trump's speech. You know, there was a lot of talk about Trump forming a new political political party. Here, at least, he said that that's not going to happen. Watch.
2: And I want you to know that I'm going to continue to fight right by your side. We will do what we've done right from the beginning, which is to win. We're not starting new parties. You know, they kept saying, he's going to start a brand new party. We have the Republican Party. It's going to unite and be stronger than ever before. I am not starting a new party. That was fake news. Fake news. No. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Let's start a new party and let's divide our vote so that you can never win. No, we're not interested in that.
0: Uh, Now, President Trump also went on to kind of trash Joe Biden. Rightfully so, I think, probably these two gentlemen would say at the table, but I wanna get your thoughts on this afterwards. Here is President Trump uh, talking about Joe Biden, watch.
2: His campaign was all lies, talked about energy. I thought, I said, you know, this guy actually, he's okay with energy. He wasn't okay with energy. <laughs> he wants to put you all out of business. He's not okay with energy. He <laughs> wants windmills, yeah, the windmills. <laughs> bird the bird The windmills that don't work when you need them. Joe Biden has had the most disastrous first month of any president in modern history. That's true. Already, the Biden administration has proven that they are anti-jobs, anti-family, anti-borders, anti-energy, anti-women and anti-science. In just one short month, We have gone from America first to America last.
0: Uh, Now, there were 68% of CPAC attendees who said Trump should run for president in 2024. Uh, And the CPAC straw poll found that Trump was the overwhelming favorite candidate. At 55%, Republican Florida Governor uh, Ron DeSantis came in at 21%, followed by Kristi Noem of South Dakota at 4%, and Nikki Haley at 3% i just can't help but think that everyone keeps saying if well oh he's gonna run he's gonna run if trump runs i don't think he's gonna run i think he likes for people to think he's going to run um but at the end of the day i don't know why he would want to put up with what he put up with for another four years am i wrong
1: i don't know i i tend to agree with you on that i think that trump is going to realize that he can have a say a lot more and have a little bit more clout and power uh, away from the confines of the Oval Office, and I think it's going to suit him really well. You know, you go to an event like CPAC, and you're kind of in the in the vacuum chamber there, and for everything you say gets the cheers. And you know, what I, the takeaway that I have there is, it's one thing to get up and talk about how bad Joe Biden is and, and all the things that have gone wrong, and and we, you know, I may run spe- all this speculation and stuff. There's a lot of powerful Republican voices that are out there. We heard them from Ron DeSantis, Christy Noem, uh, Jim Jordan, Tom Cotton. I mean, there were a lot of power. Speeches at Ted Cruz. But at the end of the day, uh, it doesn't matter who runs. If we don't start delivering real policy and real results, we're going to continue getting hammered by a party that's willing to believe in lie after lie and go after stuff that is completely anti America. So whoever runs, I hope we get it together because right now we don't have it.
3: Yeah, Caleb. Yeah, I think that, you know, you take a look at what Trump just said, he comes out immediately. Biden's been in office for 30 days. Uh, and they're already calling him the worst president of all time. He's already listing all of the antis, anti-woman, he's anti-jobs, he's anti-economy. And I think it's a little early for that. I mean, what Republicans really need to do is focus on the big issues that the left is gonna start pushing because they're going to push radical changes uh, in this country. And if we really water down what those radical changes are by saying that he's the most radical, worst president we've ever had 30 days in, it's not gonna land with Republicans. or. unidentified voters, you know, people, Mm -hmm. independents. You gotta be a little more, we gotta tailor this back to um, the voices of the people that are focused on their jobs, that are getting this economy going again. And I think that was a CPAC speech. He's showing up to a bunch of conservatives, a lot less than have traditionally been there because of social distancing. Uh, and, and you saw they were all, you know, uh, it, it was all spread out a little bit. But um, you got to really not make this a campaign speech and yeah. make it more getting back to messaging to the people that'll resonate in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mentioned Christy Nome earlier, of course, in the straw poll. She also spoke at CPAC, uh, got a lot of applause. I love her. I have such a girl crush on her, I have to say it. Uh, But here is Christy Nome talking about uh, her kind of her little spat with uh, Anthony Fauci. Watch. We never focused on the case numbers. Instead, we kept our eye on hospital capacity. Now, Dr. Fauci. He told me that on my worst day, I'd have 10,000 patients in the hospital. On our worst day, we had a little over 600. Now, I don't, I don't know if you agree with me, but Dr. Fauci is wrong a lot. Um, I, I just have to say it, for all the talk that the media did about Michelle Obama's arms, I haven't heard them say anything about Christy Nomes. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. All right. And they're sculpted. Uh, but uh, Christy Nome taking uh, attacking Anthony Fauci. Is that a wrong move? Because I'm like, I'm in. You're talking about Fauci and his horrible predictions and his flip flopping. I am listening to what you have to say.
1: Well, I said it on the show last week, Fauci's a con man. We know that. So I'm all for calling the guy out, the guy flip-flops. and You, you never know what he's going to come up with next. Uh, I don't know how many masks we're at now that we're supposed to be wearing. His predictions have never been right. And, and to come in and tell the May, uh, I'm sorry, the governor of South Dakota what her worst day is going to look like, I, I would point out the numbers as well and say, look, you've been wrong on all these different things. You were wrong when it comes to my state, so stay out of it. Yeah. And, and we want Fauci at the end of the day to stay out of all of our business.
0: Yeah. What are, what's your take on it? I mean,
3: home? Fauci is is the equivalent to all of the sports commentators that said 10 years ago, Tom Brady's done. Right. right. I mean, the, he has been wrong <laughs> time and time and yeah. time again. And it's astounding that people still listen to him. I mean, mm-hmm. the Libs will, you know do little cardboard cutouts of his face and put them in their windows as right. if he's some sort of liberal icon, yeah. um, you know, and this guy has been wrong time and time again. And I think he's just out there saying whatever he can to save face, yeah. because he knows his audience is, you know, his crowd is never gonna hold him accountable to what he said and the lack of leadership that he's shown through all of this. But the yeah, guys should have been canned a long time ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. As I think any regular old employee would be if they had been wrong, over and over and over again you know if you go back over a year
1: if you go back over a year i think at the very beginning we wanted to like fauci i think at the very beginning the guy the the guy stepped up he was pushed you know to the forefront and people wanted to hear what this guy had to say because he seemed like he was offering some solutions well then it changed and it was constantly back and forth he's circling back yeah never gets there
0: No, he doesn't. Uh, You know, another person who never gets there, Jim Acosta. Mm. Uh, CNN reporter Jim Acosta was, of course, at CPAC to cover the event. I think he just wanted the attention. But uh, apparently Jim Acosta was confronted at the conference over his network's coverage of the uh, the scandals of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Here's a little bit of that.
2: He killed 10,000 people, and he's accused of sexual assault, let me just and you guys this. want to talk about Ted Cruz. No, no. When if are you, you going to I'm start gonna, covering Cuomo? I'm going to do it this way, maybe, just because he's rude, I'll be rude. Sir, let so. me yeah. just finish this interview, and then I'll talk to you, okay, if you don't No. I, 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 what do you mean no? I mean no. Well, then, excuse me. I have an interview. Yeah, what are you going to box me out? I, yeah. You're not tall enough. Um, when <laughs> are you going to start covering it, Jim? So, anyway, When's CNN going to deal with Cuomo? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. Well, you're not. Okay, we agree to disagree. No, we don't agree to disagree. You're not covering Cuomo. I'm sorry, but what do you think? What what, what do you think about it? What do you have to say about Cuomo? I'm here to do a job right now. Oh, oh, oh. You have plenty to say about Trump. Nothing to say about Cuomo. I'm here to do a job. What do you have to say about Cuomo? Nothing? Nothing, right? You have nothing to say about Andrew Cuomo.
3: The emperor of New York, and you have nothing to say.
0: Now, i'm not one to defend jim acosta as i would hope that both of you would know however he huh. is a white house reporter is he not yeah. so i don't know how much control he has over what the other people on his network cover i don't know that it should come directly from jim acosta um, but i'm not saying it doesn't feel a little bit good to watch him being confronted over his, well, his hypocritical,
1: the same thing that he gives others. <laughs> right,
0: right, right, and I mean, so that's why it's like, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm okay with seeing Jim Acosta get karma. How many times
1: have we seen Jim Acosta sitting in the White House briefing, either going after Sarah Sanders or Kaylee McEnany or the president himself, just belligerently asking questions in that same way? I mean, that's all annoying. Even the guy who did the interview it, or attempted whatever you want to call that.
0: Yeah, but it's, hit him for the Biden stuff.
1: It's annoying, right? right? Yeah. yeah, so he's a White House. He's not in charge of CNN's programming. I get that. And just the whole thing's obnoxious. Just like the confronting people in the airports gets right. obnoxious yeah, and stuff like that. that. But, but the whole thing is, it's th- this just shows you the ish show we're in the middle of that is never going to end. This kind of stuff, get used to it because we're going to see it over and over and over again. But okay. Jim Acosta at the end of the day loves it. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's Good what politics has become. I mean, the diff- you know they've done that to us for years. Yeah. The difference between that guy and it is annoying. It, it mm. goes nowhere. It does nothing. It serves no point. Nobody's mind was changed yeah, through that, right. you know. But they've done that to us for years. The biggest difference between that guy confronting Acosta and what the left has done from us uh, to us is. That guy probably wasn't wearing a big vagina beanie <laughs> and, and going after, you know, attacking them in, in elevators, you know, this is what right. the left does time and time again. They see that disruption gives them attention to their cause. And so they, they try to go out and do that. You know, The Federalist, which is where that guy is from, is, is a reputable publication. I sure. mean They do great work. Yes. And, uh, you know, I think this is just indicative of, of where it's coming. And the left put us there. You know th- their treatment over the past four years of the leadership in this country—they haven't wanted to report on right. what's really going on. They've wanted to push an agenda, mm-hmm. and you know at some point. Well, I don't necessarily condone that because I don't think it's any—it does any good. Good, finally pushing back a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. because you have to watch how uh, the GOP, the party, the establishment, right, has handled the lefts just constantly getting down in the mud, uh, you know, fighting, uh, you know, calling for actual violence. As much as they like to say that Donald Trump incited an insurrection, they've been doing it for years now. And so, you know, I mean, you have to, like, at some point say, okay, the GOP constantly saying we're morally superior, we're going to take the high road and not getting you know not getting the results at some point they've got to say okay you know what maybe we do just fight fire with fire
3: yeah you know and do so in a useful way yeah um we got to get a little more power in the media because they have a bully pulpit you know they are very easy uh targets for us but they can just stomp on us and and shut it up um so at some point, you know, using digital media to spread those messages mm-hmm. it's important.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So one, one more thing uh, on CPAC here. This is speaking of the left and their messaging uh, and needing to fight fire with fire. So the, the big rumor that was circling the Ruber mills this weekend. I'm not kidding. You're going to think we're making this up. We're not. They actually, the left, started a rumor that the CPAC attendees were Nazis because the stage if you will notice, is the same symbol as a rune, which is a symbol of the Nazis. Uh, If you guys can show this Alyssa Milano Instagram. So it's got the little, the diamond, and then the little, I don't know what you would call those, the little tails. Yeah, over there, those of you who are watching, if you're listening on audio, this is a great reason to watch uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Blaze TV, become a subscriber. And uh, so Alyssa Milano said uh, this, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Hyatt Hotels, what is happening in your building?
1: You, you know why you have to, in a troublesome way, try to describe that symbol yeah, is like, because no one yeah. thinks of that. If you say yeah. a Nazi symbol, they're thinking swastika. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm
0: like, it's like a diamond with yeah. the, like little thingies poke. I mean, I, the, and it doesn't even really no look like that. No one thinks
3: of that <laughs> symbol. And look at the other side of the guy's jacket, <laughs> lapel. Anytime oh you roll a three God. on the <gasps> dice,
1: yeah, oh, that must be that's Nazi. Nazi
3: propaganda. Well, anytime I mean, it's there's
0: just, a diamond at all, really.
1: Anytime. <laughs> so forward with an exclamation, mark was a Nazi call to action, okay? That was also Barack Obama's campaign slogan. So at what Uh point in time was that? So who I call into suspicion here is Alyssa Milano for knowing to identify that symbol. And I'll remind everybody that on Friday night uh, when they kicked off CPAC, they had a Shabbat dinner. There's not a lot of Nazis having Shabbat dinners for the Sabbath.
0: Well, they were getting the they were getting them all there so that they could capture.
1: Oh, them that's what around. it was. So yeah, they could put them in some it. of those uh, containment facilities down <laughs> at the border.
0: Yeah, that must be <laughs> it. Well, Hyatt, I was proud of Hyatt. They they released a statement and they were like, "Yeah, we're inclusive of and everyone's views, and we're like they were like basically like we're not sorry about this."
3: Yeah, I mean, the the dismissive way that they approach even world history, in stupid moronic tweets like Alyssa uh, Milano tweeted out, I don't even know. Uh, it's, It's embarrassing. I mean, if you're gonna compare Nazism and, and what they stand for in any particular political party, it goes much deeper than the design of a stage. It goes much deeper than just saying, oh, well, the National Socialist Workers' Party was the, the origins of the Nazi movement. They're socialists, they must be Nazis. That's not accurate either. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole back and forth on who's the worst is is ridiculous comparing it to nazis republican and democrat neither are nazis this is absurd this does such a uh, injustice to talking about yeah. um the rise of the worst political movement in world history and uh, it's really embarrassing that these are the tweets that they're sending out it's more embarrassing if you look at how many of the verified twitter accounts were talking about this yeah. i mean this is your conversation stupid
0: yeah yeah really really embarrassing all right uh we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor this segment patriot mobile in case you have not your not heard it's a monday uh patriot mobile has just expanded their coverage dramatically it's going to make it a lot easier for you if you have not yet dumped your big name carrier uh, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to do so. By the way, if you are not using Patriot Mobile, you are probably using a big-name carrier that, well, you may not know it, but they're taking a portion of your money that you are paying every month and donating it to left-leaning causes that you are fighting against. Patriot Mobile will not do that. They are not going to silence you. They are, by the way, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Uh, switching is very easy in 2021. They use the same network as the larger providers, but they're going to charge you much less, by the way. You can keep your phone number. You can get a new one if you'd like. You can bring your own phone if you like your phone a lot, or you can buy a new one from them. Whatever you prefer, build your own bundle with multi-line discounts, and you're you're, you're going to save even more on top of their already very, very reasonable prices. you got to go to PatriotMobile.com slash news. Uh, PatriotMobile.com slash news. Veterans and first responders, if you are one of those, you're going to save even more, get even more discounts. This month, you are going to get free Premier Activation, where they set up the phone for you. They're going to send you special gift only if you use offer code news. So don't forget that offer code to get the special gift and premiere activation at patriotmobile.com slash news. Back in a minute. Andrew Cuomo, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, finally addressed the sexual harassment allegations against him by two women. He, of course, denied the accusations and defended himself by saying, some of the things I have said have been misinterpreted as an unwanted flirtation. I never intended to offend anyone or cause any harm. Uh, At work sometimes, I think I'm being playful and I make jokes that I think are funny. I do on occasion tease people in what I think is a good-natured way uh i have teased people about their personal lives their relationships about getting married or not getting married so so basically everything uh i mean no offense and only attempt to add some levity and banter to what is a very serious business and he is now under fire for His uh, comments to talking about playful banter. How's this for playful banter? His comments to a reporter. Uh, it was what a sausage festival or something, and he. Well, I'm not even gonna. I'm just gonna let you watch it. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Oh, no. Why do you see you? Eat yeah. eat the whole I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely gonna eat it. Oh, yeah
3: no excuses oh. you know everyone
2: you know the county executive i do nice you. now
0: you're going to in a whole different level i michaela hello nice to meet you ew ew uh, i believe that this reporter has already come out and said i it was it's fine i didn't take any offense by it you know it, it was not i didn't find it to be some sort of sexual harassment um i, I don't know does he have just like he just likes to watch women eat I, I don't know what else, how else that could be interpreted. Eat the whole sausage.
1: I'm the wrong dude to be. Asking I know. I'm about. looking at. I'm know. looking at you,
0: and I'm yeah, like, look, I am well, really the, concerned about what's going to come out of your mouth. Well, that's right now.
1: because for me, look, <laughs> there's a difference between making jokes or playful banter or saying inappropriate things and sexual harassment. That's where we've lost the, the line, right? Mm-hmm. we we've missed the border there, the edge of what you step over uh you don't know somebody's intent when they're making a joke and you don't know some how some entendre was taken or some euphemism uh this is i like i said i'm the worst person in the world to ask because i make jokes for a living and Mm -hmm. i say all kind of inappropriate Well,
0: but he doesn't he's a governor
1: he's the governor and (laughs) i'll be the governor one day and then i'll you know then i'll have to answer for all these questions that you know all these things that i've said in my past now if, if he'd have smacked her on the butt Right. Mm-hmm. Or if he had grabbed her inappropriately or, or accosted her verbally or said something that was a reference to to something suggestive beyond like very direct. He's done those things. That's what we're looking at. To take something like this, which is inappropriate, mm-hmm. jokes tend to be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, I think there's just a fine line there. There, There is. You're at a point now in, in modern history, especially in America, where you just just need to shut up. Don't say anything, because no matter what, it's going to be used against you. It'll be held against you.
0: So when which I'm was getting— Which a
1: sexual reference right there. <laughs> See what I did? What
0: I'm getting is I that could be
1: that, that could be sexual harassment.
0: Chad Prather is now a Cuomo apologist. That's
1: I'm it. not. I wish you would have opened the jacket up so I could have seen the nipple piercings <laughs> right there, and so I could get disgusted all over again with this guy. No, he's a creep. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, he's no, a no, creep. I know. But I'm but you wrong. know, it's a. I said last week on the show, I was like, we're gonna have to. There's gonna have to be more people that are gonna come forward. Otherwise, it's just gonna get swept under the rug. Well, and, and, and I'm I, happy to see that it's happening.
0: Yes, and I get what you're saying. Is like, okay. We've got actual accusations of sexual assault right if there was an unwanted kiss and, on and, the some, right some other Have things you ever had let's focus about on that instead of man, yeah instead kind of, of yeah. asking a woman to eat the whole At mm, a sausage, sausage.
3: yeah it's i mean that is what politicians don't understand is that if they're just honest they'll receive so much more support so much more from grace. their people yeah. if he just came out and said you know yeah I'm a politician. Look, I've worked in the Capitol. I've seen these, you know, how these representatives behave behind the scenes. Yeah. This stuff is normal in terms of the jokes, yeah. you know? And I don't know if that was a sexual innuendo or not, but you know, if they just come out and say, <coughs> I, I told her to eat the whole sausage. Cause you know, if he just comes out, like people talk about this stuff normally, people will just dismiss it. Yeah. You know, if, if you were to adhere to what the left wants us to, to do, if anything, his, Concept that this is just a misunderstanding. Well, he's blaming everybody else. That's victim blaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's victim yeah. shaming. Mm-hmm. You know, just own up to it. If you're making inappropriate drinks, half the or, or jokes, half these guys drink behind the scenes. Half right. these right. guys are joking behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> you're going to relate a lot more to you know the average people if you just came yeah. out and said this is ridiculous. This is a non-story. Move on. But yeah, th- it's in conjunction with more serious allegations of actual right. assault. And that's where it becomes um, a pattern, and it's it's showing to become a pattern with yeah. Cuomo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Cuomo had said, you know, well, I mean, we're getting our just like the COVID scandal, we're getting our people to look into it. So my my people will look into me. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, they
3: will always admit to the to the lowest offense. Yeah, they'll and and it slowly builds its way up. He started to admit to hiding data or, or when it started to become uncovered because he had hidden that for so long. Yeah. Nobody was investigating it. As soon as it starts to come out, he releases a statement. Mm. Oh, this is what was really going on. You know, he's admitting to the lowest thing he you know he can get caught for. Right. There's right. there's more there's there more. It's gonna come out. Yes. Same thing with the allegations. Yeah. This stuff is a pattern and it happens with every person that is of a, a man of his stature that comes out uh, and is accused of these things. They admit to something, oh, it was a misunderstanding. Oh, you know, I didn't do that to the first allegation. Second allegation it's a misunderstanding well there's going to be more that comes forward
0: yeah uh, well and let me just let me just add let me throw this into the conversation the the attorney general of new york Letitia james who by the way i believe has like, she has aspirations of taking Andrew Cuomo's job, so no conflict of interest there, I'm sure. Mm. She has pushed for an outside investigation of this, and he has finally—he pushed back a little bit. He has finally said there will be an outside independent investigation.
1: So what happens. I mean, I, I, I can't stand the guy. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a creep. Uh, I think the whole family's creepy, um, but, that, but it doesn't matter what I think. At the end of the day, what comes out? What is the evidence? What's real? This is the same guy that tweeted, believe all women in regards to Brett Kavanaugh mm-hmm. that there needed to be an investigation that Brett Kavanaugh was, you know, across the board guilty. This is the same guy and coming back to bite him in the rear end. Uh, yeah. Don't ever let me go to a sausage festival because <laughs> I promise you inappropriate things are going to be said. Now, I'm not a libertine in that regard, but I have had, I have, these guys, they rise above accountability. Nobody says stop. Right. Stop doing that. And every person that we see where these accusations come out, whether it's Matt Lauer, to Al Franken, whatever, they've risen above accountability and they think they can get away with everything. I've had the executives here at Blaze go, Chad, ease up on the jokes. OK, <laughs> ease up on the jokes. Inside of me, I want to do more jokes. Right. But I get it. And sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. You, yeah. know, you don't even realize how it's coming across. I don't know. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that thing, but I hope he's guilty as hell on all the others.
0: It is interesting to see because the Democrats who you would typically think would be there to run cover for him are kind of throwing him under the bus. And, you know, Nancy Pelosi, I know AOC has come out and said she was calling for an independent investigation. Uh, They're kind of turning on him, which is interesting to hear all of these Democrats call for an independent investigation when Tara Reid, as I recall, did not get that sort of benefit of the doubt uh, when she, yeah, yeah, when she was like, hey guys, Joe Biden did these things to me a long time ago and we didn't hear the same type of call for an (coughs) independent investigation uh, on those matters.
3: It's been that way for decades. Mm -hmm. You know, Clinton gets a pass. And if you take a look at it, if you take a look at how the news is starting to report on what happened uh, in Arkansas a couple decades ago, Mm -hmm. they're starting to come out and say that that man was a straight up, straight up raped yeah. uh uh women and and some of the the cold-bloodedness of just hey put a ice pack on it um mm. you know because he's of no use to them anymore yeah. he's 80 something or or even older uh he has no political sway he's of no use and and so the same thing with cuomo i mean they saw that this stuff was going badly uh you know trump's out of office they need somebody new to attack And so, what are you going to do? Well, it's a guy that messed the whole COVID situation up in New York. You know that this guy is going to go under. He's not uh, going to win the support of New Yorkers moving forward. They're moving more left. Mm. They've got better alternatives of who they can vote in. So, throw the guy under the bus. Try to claim your principle and move on. And that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's easy to do. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our (coughs) sponsor of this segment, Omaha Steaks. So let me tell you really quickly, Omaha Steaks, we just, uh, this weekend, my husband was grilling, uh, he grilled Omaha Steaks, he grilled the burgers that they have, and he grilled their kielbasa. And this was, of course, on request of my eight-year-old, who was like, oh, my gosh, please, can you please make me the Omaha Steak Burgers? They're so freaking good. We love the steaks as well. Uh, And in case you've ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good, It's the aging process. All right, Omaha steaks are aged at least 21 days, which is where the magic happens. Uh, You can try these steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers Package at omahasteaks.com. So the Best Sellers Package, it includes all those things that I talked about and more. Uh, We've got the the kielbasa sausage. You've got the steak for your steak lovers. By the way, if you are not doing it medium rare, you're missing out. Uh, You've got the burgers. You've got pork chops. Okay, so you've also got caramel apple tartlets and I believe potatoes au gratin. So you're getting a huge spread, all right, and you're getting more than 50% off. You're getting four more chicken breasts and four more delicious burgers for free on top of that. I'm telling you, you gotta stock up. By the way, if uh, if you are somewhere where you don't know if you're gonna like run out of food, or maybe it's gonna get really cold and you're not gonna be able to go to the grocery store for a while. Not that I would know anything about that recently. You gotta load up now. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Y in the search bar for this offer. So this is very specific, it's not a promo code, okay? You've got to go to omahasteaks.com, type in the search bar Y, and that will get you the special offer for the Butcher's Best Seller Pack. You're gonna save over 50%, and like I said, you're gonna get those chicken breasts and burgers for free. Don't miss out if you are a meat lover, which we are in our house. Chad, shut your mouth. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword Y. It is OmahaSteaks.com. Back in just a minute. The Biden administration is apparently going to start acting now on reparations, according to a senior advisor uh, to the administration. Uh, reparations for African-Americans, they said there's no time to wait for the commission to study the issue because, you know, they had previously talked about it. But they said, well, we, well, Jen Psaki said, well, that we've got this this con- commission they're studying the issue. We will you know, be paying close attention to the results and be prepared to move forward on the issue. Now, uh, he has his senior advisor, Cedric Richmond, saying, we don't want to wait on a study. We're going to start acting now. We have to start breaking down systemic racism and barriers that have held people of color back, and especially African-Americans. We have to do stuff now. Uh, and I wanna get, gentlemen, your thoughts on that. But, but before we do that, I do want to, um, I want to play a little Biden clip for you. This was Biden over the weekend in Houston. Because apparently, very, very quick to act, Joe Biden, he thought it would be a great idea for him to come visit uh, Texas after all of the power failures and all of the issues that we had with the winter storm. But he waited until, what, a a week and a half, two weeks after it had happened. Notice
1: he's not wearing his winter coat.
0: Yeah, I mean, everyone's just like, hey, it's, it's 70 degrees out now. I don't know what you're doing here. Quite frankly but you know i mean it's joe biden so we know he's a little slow here speaking of slow and joe biden it, something's wrong okay something is wrong this is like weekend at bernie's part 100. Huh. here is uh joe biden in houston over the weekend
2: i think he's getting on a plane he told me last he came in to see me last event and representatives uh Sh- Sher- shirley jackson lee al green Ooh. Sylvia garcia lizzie pinelli uh, uh, excuse me, Fennell. And uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose what track here. And uh, a great question. Uh, Where is he? Mayor Turner, don't know. Judge hidalgo uh, thank you all for welcoming us. And Jill and I wanted to visit Texas today for a couple of reasons.
0: Listen, I we're we're with you, Joe. We don't know what you're doing there either. But it's nice to know that we're not the only ones asking the question, what are you doing here? A little scary to know that Joe Biden isn't quite sure either. Sure, Who is Sh- Shirley Jackson? Shirley Jackson
1: Lee do a hell of a job <laughs> a lot better than <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> i don't
0: know i'd like to know who charlie jackson lee is those
3: are the best questions i've heard asked and where where, where am i what am i doing here since airplane <laughs> have you ever been to a vietnam prison <laughs> i mean th- 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 that is that is embarrassing that yeah. that's the president yeah. um i mean yeah something something's not right and couple that with over an hour from trump yesterday yes
0: and so a, much energy. Yeah.
3: concise succinct,
1: full of energy i mean trump's just a few years younger than Joe yeah
0: Um, well and look I mean people want to hammer Trump for you know sometimes he might say a word a little bit wrong I'm I'll say a word wrong every once in a while you know when you're making these long speeches and people will go well Joe Biden it's just a speech impediment and it's like no he legitimately doesn't know what he's doing there's a huge difference
3: it's it's legitimate to look at that and say that is not the condition that a world leader should be no um and anybody that is denying that, I mean, come on, yeah. this is this is not a guy that is making deals, leading the world, leading our country towards you know recovering, uh, you know our economy yeah. and, and kind of making these decisions. That's yeah. just.
1: We've conditioned the world for a Joe Biden. So with the, with the coronavirus and everything shut down, we've become a Zoom call world. He can be a Zoom call president. He can do it right there with Good a point. teleprompter. He can, so we conditioned ourselves. And so you put him now in front of actual people where he's got to try to remember names of people. And, and, and rather than look down at the list and just read them off and mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of humility. Don't try to recall those things. You don't know your own name. You think you're married to your sister. So <laughs> don't go with that, Joe. Uh, well, that's a, a great point. Is
3: we've become conditioned to yeah. reading off a teleprompter. Yeah. Um, and Trump kind of changed that, but Trump's energy was so off the charts that he was really going a place. You know, when he was speaking, he yeah. was trying to take you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we didn't know where that was. Yeah, we didn't know where we to get showed there, up. Yeah. yeah, and it took forever and yeah. there was a lot, you know, but uh, there was direction, he yeah. was going somewhere. And Joe is just slowly moving. I mean, he's in a golf cart, he's it's, yeah. it's just not going anywhere. <laughs> a golf slowly. cart with a dying battery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
0: uh. Uh, so on the issue of reparations, the, the, I mean, senior advisor to the White House saying, We are going to start acting now on reparations. Your thoughts?
1: House of Cards, I'm gonna sit back and watch it, bite them in the ass. That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna come, they're gonna devour themselves on this thing. Uh, you start bringing this conversation up you don't know how this is going to be not only justified but how it's going to be meted out yeah. how it's going to be issued uh, you get a little bit of greed involved so-and-so didn't get the same amount of so-and-so down the street and just watch what happens you think people are pissed off over not getting a stupid stimulus check you wait till this stuff starts getting enacted yeah. forget the philosophical underpinnings of it that are so false but just wait until it gets enacted and there's actual money changing hands you're going to see human like we haven't seen in a long
3: time. Oh, I mean, that's dead on. You know, you talk about dividing people, that is not a solution towards uniting a country, especially Mm -hmm. after, the racial division that we saw in June of last year mm-hmm. with uh, you know George Floyd's death and mm-hmm. all that that brought out in this nation, that is not a solution. <clears throat> and it's also, a, it's a political play. I think a lot of people see through that because reparations has been on the table since the 80s, since mm-hmm. 87, I think. And that has been something that has been pushed and pushed and pushed. And as we were a more conservative country, you know, taking a look at that, it's really rational and common sense to say, Well, you know, some of the arguments the conservatives have put forward is it makes sense. You know, this is a different generation. We're not responsible for that. You know, anybody alive right now. And that argument has not seemed to stick. There are obviously public polling that the White House believes this is the play that they want to move, at least opening a study. Now, what we see with government officials oftentimes is they open a commission to study something and they come to no solution and they move on and act yeah. as if they did something yeah. while nothing was done. So we'll see what they do.
0: Yeah, yeah We will see. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. because uh, you know, I think, I don't think Joe Biden is, well, I don't think Joe Biden knows what his name is, but I don't think that the Joe Biden who did know what his name was, was necessarily a radical. I mean, I wouldn't call him a moderate, but you know you surround yourself with these radicals and let them you know kind of take the reins
1: hey and- this is a guy that want to wrap a chain around corn pop's neck now he wants to give <laughs> reparations
0: what could go wrong what could possibly go wrong all right we've got more to come but we got to take a break back in a minute <laughs> The White House plans to roll out a new policy, uh, starting today, that is going to charge journalists $170 to take a COVID-19 test every time they enter the grounds. Now, as expected, I'm sure you guys are very shocked to hear that the press corps is not happy about it. Uh, They are getting pushback from the media. They're unhappy about being asked to pay the government what could amount to tens of thousands of dollars the privilege of doing their jobs. It's gonna be interesting to see because, I mean, like, <laughs> The Biden administration, well, before they were the Biden administration, Biden campaign got cover after cover after cover from the media. Now we're seeing now that they're already, you know, they're in office, media isn't giving them the same passes that they were when they were running. So let me just put this into perspective. Uh, $170 for each virus test is $170 a day, $850 a week. And that all amounts to $40,800 a year. And that's if you just have one White House reporter. So if an outlet has multiple White House reporters, that could add up to some serious change. Um, Chad?
1: Interesting. I I had not heard that. Well, it's also like,
0: who do do you root for in this battle? Because I'm just rooting for injuries at this point. <laughs> like I, it's uh, the White House, I against the press. Jim score. Costa
3: is like leading this whole campaign. He's just—he doesn't he strike you as kind of a cheap guy? Yeah. Like right. he's the type of dude that like leaves his wallet when everybody goes out to dinner yeah. at home. Oh, like, oh, I don't have it. Oops, oh, sorry, George
1: Costanza, <laughs> yeah, I take that yeah, back. You yeah. get
3: the dollar bill back out of the tip. I don't know. Forty thousand—that seems pretty steep to, to do your job, but you know, it's just the the liberal White House catering to the wealthy elites, the one percent. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point
1: now where I want to see Jen Pasaki come out and, you know, her mask gets hung on her earrings or whatever. And she gets ready to talk and it's just crickets. Nobody's out there. That would be great. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, but do you think that that's what they want? Because she I mean, you're talking about a, a group of people who have not been pressed by the mainstream media for anything for how long right there and that's why every time Joe Biden gets asked a hard question it's come on man come oh, Peter,
1: yeah, yeah. Peter Doocy's the only man. guy in yeah. the press He's pool the asking her a tough question yeah the only
0: person so i mean I, like i would love to see Jen Psaki walk out to an empty you know uh, stage
1: is her and Jimmy Acosta
0: but but we need someone holding their feet to the fire
1: nobody's holding their
3: feet to the fire that's the problem
0: i think that they've gotten come on nah. you don't think well, it's no.
3: tough to hold your feet to the fire when you're just going to circle back. You're just going to circle that's back. That's She's that's not going to answer fair. any questions.
0: That's fair. So
1: it's worse than a Merrick Garland uh, uh, confirmation hearing. I mean, there's no answers. Yeah. There's nothing there.
0: So you think no, it's that's just p- Peter Deucey that's, that's... He's true. the only one. I mean, tr- trust me, I think he he's the best one for sure.
1: He's the only one that pushes her. That's it. Yeah. Now, it's going to become more in vogue and entertaining and fun for them to do it eventually. They'll catch that. They'll catch that. They'll get tired of her condescending attitude, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and eventually they'll want some answers, and, you know, because somebody at some point in time has got to be woke enough to, to get some answers. I'm yes. going to be hard hitting journalists. And, and people don't want to tune into actual
3: policy. I mean, no. how boring is that in the no. news? You've got to have drama. And, exactly. and this is this is not entertainment. And for the past four years, we've been spoon fed entertainment. Yeah. That's, yeah. Their clicks have gone up. You know, that's that's where they're drawing their ad revenue from Mm -hmm. and their views are up. You Got to have some drama. So it'll eventually come around. It'll have.
0: Yeah. Well, because their views were up because of Trump. Right. Previously, their views were up because everyone wanted to tune in to see what crazy what crazy (coughs) thing Trump had said today. Uh, And that was, of course, in air quotes for those of you listening on audio podcast. So now that like their goal has changed, I think their goal used to be orange man bad destroy orange man at all costs now i think that they just want to elevate their own brands they they actually have to do some sort of journalism there's
1: only so much that you can ask what kind of socks Joe's wearing right. or we are they going to redecorate Air Force One? We
0: already know who he plays as Mario Kart.
1: Exactly. So there's only so much of that you can do that we know that he adds, he likes to sometimes himself add a, a log to the a log in the fireplace. They're yep. in the Oval Office. I mean, and unlike his predecessors, he is an early to bed type of guy. Yes,
0: we know. This is a hard-hitting journalism.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you what, people they, have died for this. They
3: haven't found out how many scoops of ice cream he likes yet. <laughs> so there is more that can be discovered.
1: They, they, they know can dig fl- deeper. You know his favorite thing at Dairy though the the blizzards and so this is there's only so much of that we can handle
0: yeah well Uh, I mean
1: eventually eventually but see And let me tell you what that eventually is going to be. It's going to be whenever Joe has been used up and it's time for a transition. Yes, yes.
0: Yes. And
1: then Joe's got to become the bad guy.
0: Yeah.
1: That, if if I'm writing the script, that's how, eventually Joe's got to get to the point where either he is cognitively so distant that he's not functioning anymore, or he screwed the pooch so bad in some kind of foreign policy or some kind of issue that that now he's got to be the bad guy and it makes Mm -hmm. it easier to transition over to Madam Vice President.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got to take a break. Back in a minute. I just think there's, like, their narcissism levels are off the charts In case you have not yet done so, you gotta go to wherever you got your audio podcasts. If there's like 10 million of them now. If it's Apple Podcasts or what is it, Stitcher, iHeart, I don't know, whatever you crazy kids are listening to the podcasts on these days, go there. Subscribe to the News and Why It Matters. Rate and review the podcast. Uh, it helps more people uh, able to view it, or I'm sorry, listen to it, so that they too can hear the news and why it matters. Also, make sure to give us five stars because we deserve nothing less. Right, Chad?
1: Uh, uh, that's it. That's all.
0: But I, I actually, I think like it's broken if you try to give us any less. It won't work it's 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 crazy sure as hell ain't reading it on here (laughs) it's the algorithm uh all right we've got a review from i don't know it's just a bunch of letters a c e h p i ace ace hippie i could go on all day trying to Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what that is all right you complete me five stars what a great podcast it actually makes sense and doesn't make me feel like i'm a bad person for the views i hold dear to my heart Thank you for all your hard work and keeping me up to date on actual news in America, not being pushed by a democratic agenda. God bless you all. You are not a bad person. God
1: bless you, Ace.
0: Yes, God bless you, Ace. Uh, You're not a bad person, even though Brian Stelter would have you believe that you were. But we all know Brian Stelter is just a bald little girl, so it's fine yes he gender is. neutral potato head. did you see him over oh, the yeah. weekend and yeah. he said what did he say something about a potato head when yeah. he was talking about trump jr. trump jr and i was like brian you where? a cell phone oh so bad so bad uh, also don't forget to check out chad prather podcast and thank you caleb for your maiden voyage you on the show We
1: do it again with go. caleb yes.